0: TubeCityOnline.com. This is Two Rivers Thirty Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the Sport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Moniac area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. So here are a couple of scenarios for you to imagine, and they are uh, they're hypotheticals, but they're really not hypotheticals. Imagine that you are a sixth grader who is trying to finish an online project for school, and the only way you can do that is by sitting in someone's car in the parking lot of school so that you have access to the Wi-Fi. Or imagine you're a doctor whose patient lives more than an hour away. And could very easily uh, exchange emails uh, or do a video conference with the patient, but they can't because the broadband is so s- slow. And now imagine that you are a large company and you'd like to relocate to Pennsylvania, maybe even have some workers who uh, telecommute into the office, and you decide to go someplace else. Because you can't get reliable internet. These are three of the hypothetical scenarios described by State Representative Pam Snyder uh, in a new uh, op-ed that you can get on her website, actually. uh, Good morning, uh, Pam.
1: Good morning and happy to be here with you today. And thank you. Well, thank you
0: for, for taking some time to be with us. You are very interested in this problem of, uh, I think in your op-ed you say rural broadband, but the reason I became interested in this is quite frankly, you know, we're in an urbanized area and we had problems in moving this studio, uh, from one, two blocks in, in the city of McKeesport, uh, getting internet uh, access to the building. W- why is this a concern to you? What are some of the concerns that you outlay in your, your op-ed?
1: This is a huge concern, and it really, truly does affect every Pennsylvanian, You know, even if they may not recognize it at this moment in time. But the three things you laid out that I talk about in my op-ed are things that were brought to my attention about two and a half, three years ago in my district. And ever since then, I've been working diligently every day to try to move this needle so that we can get to the point where every person in this Commonwealth has access to the Internet service that they need to coexist in in today's world. You know, I keep saying if we can't connect, we can't compete. And that is so true on so many levels. you know, you, you talk about the young student who has to sit in the in the parking lot to have access to his Wi Fi. That's so true in a big portion of my district, Jason. I, my district encompasses 655 square miles. Wow! I have all or a portion of eight school districts.
0: You you are you you are from the Dry Tavern, like Jefferson Morgan School District area, correct?
1: that's correct that is my home school district Jefferson Morgan but but you rep- you, represent old the, green. you represent the you the... Green a portion of Fayette and a small portion of Washington
0: County okay so you you do span that lower um, Midmont Valley area um, you sp- is Uniontown in your district or no that's in the neighboring district. no no
1: okay. that's in the neighboring district okay
0: but but Waynesburg and a, and a lot of other uh, communities both urbanized and rural um,
1: what
0: what got your what made you interested in, in this. You were previously a Greene County Commissioner, correct? Correct. So what got uh, you interested in broadband? Because I think for a lot of our listeners, um, internet service, they may think of as a luxury. Like, well, you get phone, you get you got water, you got electricity, you know, internet's uh, a luxury.
1: Absolutely. A lot of people do feel that. And, and, you know, I had constituents calling my office back in 2016 in the fall, you know, and they were talking about how you know, they want to take online courses as an adult, online college courses. And they can't do it because they don't have access to, to enough high speed. Um oh, okay. I had small businesses calling me that say you know, that were saying I run my business out of my home, I can't do it successfully because I don't have access to a high enough speed. So that kinda of got my attention and I was placed on the consumer affairs committee that term and I talked to the Uh, chairman of the committee on both sides and then chairman godshaw who was the majority republican chair said let's do a hearing pam i want to hear about this and he did he brought the consumer affairs committee to waynesburg and we had a hearing at waynesburg university and we had testimony from uh from folks that were having challenges and from the industry to try to to hear what the problems are and to try to hear what maybe some of the solutions could be down the road and and at that time representative godshaw has since retired but he was he was elderly at that time and he lived in montgomery county and you know this wasn't a man that you know was using technology every day of his life Mm -hmm. but when that hearing was over he he looked at me and said pam i can't believe that these are the challenges you have here because where i come from it's just common knowledge that you have the internet you need
0: uh, Representative oh. Pam, Re- Representative Pam Snyder. Uh, pardon me for interrupting just a second. Uh, no, that's okay. Re- State Representative Pam Snyder represents the 50th uh, legislative district in Pennsylvania. You can find her uh, new op-ed and some of the other work that she's done on broadband access by going to her website pahouse.com uh, forward slash uh, Snyder. And we're talking about access to the internet, access to broadband. Yeah. In, in the op-ed that you uh, wrote, the editorial column that you wrote, you have some statistics in there that are. Kind of surprising. There, there, there are 67 counties, I believe, in the state of Pennsylvania. And according to your op-ed, there isn't a single one in Pennsylvania, including the urban counties, where at least 50% of the population has access to broadband internet.
1: Exactly, and access to the type of internet they need. You know, and that really brought me to, to where I began here, because once I started talking about this back in 2016, I got a call from State Representative Kristen Phillips Hill, and she and I were serving together, um, but we didn't really know each other well, and she's from York County. Yeah, you know, sure. very, very highly populated, yeah. you know, much different than Green. And she called me to say, Pam, I'm, I'm looking at what you're doing with internet, and we have challenges here, too. I would really love to partner with you on this because both of us had stories about our 911 systems being down at, at different times. You know, our first responders having challenges. And she and I then really got together, and we started working on this issue in a bipartisan manner. Uh, you know, this is not... This is not an easy thing to wrap your arms around. You know, I, I explain this, you know, it's, it's kind of like an octopus. I feel like huh. I have tentacles out there on so many different levels trying to make something happen. But to be able to wrap your arms around it and say, there's one easy solution or fix, there's not.
0: I, 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 there's, a, there's a related issue, and this is not the, the same, but it kind of is, and that is um, a lot of people are dropping their traditional wired landline telephones. And as a result, what I'm reading in the different trade publications is that a lot of the traditional landline telephone companies, the Verizons and Frontier and and whoever your incumbent phone company might be, are stopping maintenance on their landline telephone systems. Well, nobody wants a landline anymore. Everybody's on the internet. Everybody has a cell phone. Um, That seems like that could really cripple someplace like Fayette or Green or even parts of Allegheny, Westmoreland, Washington counties. If they don't have good Internet and now they don't have good landline phones, you're really, they're really stranded.
1: Absolutely. You know, I was amazed myself once I started down this road because I encouraged people, call my office, tell me what your challenges are, tell me what you're facing here. And it, it's not unusual for my office. We get calls every week. You know, we would get calls from, from folks that lived in a rural part of Greene County, and, and, and they would say, my landline has been out for seven days. Okay, I am elderly. I do not have cell phone service here. So imagine you're living, you know, in your home. Your landline's been out for a week to 10 days. You can't get a cell phone signal and you fall. Yeah. You need an ambulance. How are you supposed to be able to communicate that? Those calls started coming in. So this turned into so much more for me than just internet. This was about, and you're right, it's about the infrastructure. You know, we have. The, the smaller companies, and, you know, believe me, I, I know there are so many places in my district where there's only one place for people to go for their phone and their Internet because those smaller companies are the only ones that are willing to to be in a rural area. You know, some of the bigger carriers, they want to go to where the saturated populations are because that's where the money is. So I recognize that it's challenging for these companies that, that want to do business in the rural part of the Commonwealth, you know, to be able to have the resources they need to provide what folks need. But that's why we have got to continue to find ways to incentivize and to make this work. And my my the light that we have shined on this issue you know I, I have to give windstream some credit here because they have now upgraded in five different parts of green county okay. to bring fiber and 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 to increase people's speed and to help help folks here so they have stepped up and are trying to trying to do improvements themselves um you know, I think when Kristen and I partnered, you know, we drew attention to this, which is what prompted the governor to realize yep. that this was an important issue, and he started the Office of Broadband for the state. Um, you know, Kristen and I met with the PUC. We had multiple meetings with them, and then the P- we got their attention saying this is unacceptable. You know, we've got to do something. The PUC created the Broadband Bill of Rights posted it on their website you know we've shared it letting people know how you can solve for, how you can file complaints yeah. when you feel you're not getting what you pay for or you feel that the company that you're doing business with is not providing what you need
0: we we, we have to take we have to take a, a 30 second break um but, but i i want to get to what the governor has proposed um and i and i want to also explore with you a little bit um uh what your district is like because it does sprawl you said 665 square miles 6.55. 655. State Representative Pam Snyder represents the 50th House District, includes parts of Fayette, Green, and Washington counties, and we're talking about access to broadband, uh, why so many parts of Pennsylvania are lacking, and how that might be holding us back here in the Commonwealth. You are listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation here in downtown McKeesport. Stay tuned. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview, or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Welcome back. Our guest this morning is State Representative Pam Snyder. She represents the 50th House District. Uh, She's on the phone with us from Greene County. Uh, Her district includes parts of Greene, Fayette, and Washington. She is a former Greene County Commissioner and we are talking about access to broadband internet. Uh, This is all sort of was kicked off by an op-ed that Representative Snyder uh, published uh, this week in newspapers all over Pennsylvania. You can find it on her website, pahouse.com forward slash Snyder. But you been working on this as we were talking a few minutes ago you've been working on this issue for several years now
1: absolutely yes this is this is something, this is a, a challenge I took on, and, you know, I tell people all the time it's not easy. You know, it's like pushing a huge boulder up the hill, but I will not rest until we get to the other side because I truly believe that this, you know, I have compared this to what it was like back in the 1930s when everyone didn't have electricity, and people gave up right on their farms so that their neighbors could have power into their homes.
0: They had, yeah, rural, rural electrical cooperatives and rural uh, telephone cooperatives. Why don't we have rural Internet cooperatives?
1: Well, you know what's so ironic is there are there are um, rural cooperatives in different states that are doing Internet successfully. My problem is I don't have one of those yeah, in my okay. district. Um, so, you know, this is a lot like that because, you know, let's face it, we cannot attract a company to come to an area if they cannot connect. They cannot compete if they cannot connect. And they can't just connect they have to be able to connect at the level that they need need to be successful right you know and and you outlined what you know what I talk about it's about education it's about jobs it's about health care you know this is about being able to access telemedicine and a specialist that might be in another state that could help diagnose something that's wrong with a patient you know this this is about agriculture the Pennsylvania Farm Bureau and the Pennsylvania Grange have been mine and now Senator uh, Kristen Phillips-Hill's biggest cheerleaders, biggest champions. This has been their number one issue right alongside with us because agriculture is still the number one industry in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, and we want it to stay that way, but farmers need technology. It's not like it used to be. Farming isn't like just going out and, you know, sitting down with the stool in the bucket and milking the cow. (laughs) It's not that way anymore. They need the high-tech equipment. They need today's Modernization technology to be able to compete and earn a living.
0: Everything runs on technology now. Everything is networked. If you're a farmer and you want to find the price of something that you're uh, going to be going to market to, uh, or if you are looking to buy equipment or hire people to help uh, during a harvest, where are you going to turn to? You're going to turn to the internet, the same place that everybody else goes to buy and sell things. And if you can't get on, um, you're kind of stuck uh, in the mud, no pun intended. Um, let me ask you this. What happens if a, if a township, for instance, or a borough or a city, uh, are, are they allowed to start an Internet network? Let's say can they float a bond issue and start an Internet network in Pennsylvania?
1: Yes, I believe they can. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I'm not sure exactly how the regs are. I know we were looking at some legislation that was passed in a in neighboring state in uh, in the New England states that did just that. And when I tried to see if we could introduce something like that here, I was told they already can. So I'm okay. assuming they can.
0: Because I know some states have, have banned municipalities from uh, going into the Internet business. That's why, that's why I asked. Um, state Representative Pam Snyder uh, represents uh, green fa- parts of Fayette and Washington counties. We're talking about... Internet access. Tell me a little bit about your district. I know a little bit uh, about Greene County. Spent some time down there in the Waynesburg and uh, Rogersville areas. But uh, t- tell our listeners a little bit about um, uh, what's it like down there. You've, you've lived there. You're, you're a lifelong resident of uh, born and that area. raised. Yeah. and it,
1: I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. You know, this is a beautiful part of of the Commonwealth. Um, I have a district who, that I absolutely. Adore the district, and I certainly adore the people in it. I mean, we are hardworking, dedicated um, folks down here. The 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 scenery is beautiful. Uh, it's we have safe communities, um, but we are heavily reliant on the energy industry. Yeah. You know, I am still one of the, you know I'm probably one of the few legislators that is still a big champion for the coal industry, mm-hmm. and and the natural gas industry. Greene County is in the top. Probably three, um, probably the top two counties in the Commonwealth for gas production, um, probably second to Washington. Uh, So we rely heavily on those jobs, and that is a big, big part of our economy down here.
0: You have places, you have, you know, you've got Waynesburg College, you've got, uh, Green County Memorial Hospital. I don't think Cal U is in your district, but Cal U is right up the road. So you've got, um, education and meds and technology, but you also have the very rural areas. You have the agricultural areas. You have the, the coal and natural gas industries, as you mentioned. You also have some, and you also have a mix of, uh, small towns. Uh, so some 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 of them not so small, but but small towns and um, places where people really are uh, a little bit isolated. You also have um, some pockets of poverty down there too. Is that is that fair to say? That's fair to say.
1: Yes, okay. there are some areas that you know we have. Some issues with blight and, and, and poverty, no question about it. And I, and I represent a lot of the small towns along the river in Green and Fant counties and Washington counties. Brownsville, Fredericktown, Greensboro, you know, and, and, and those communities have a wonderful asset with the river. Uh, and a lot of, you know, there's a lot of good things happening in a lot of those small towns. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to always make our communities better and stronger, but The communities cannot grow if they don't have Internet access, if they can't have the technology they need to be able to entice people here. I'll give you another good example. Uh, Ryerson State Park, which is up in the West Green area, very, very rural, very remote, no cell phone service. You know, uh, but a beautiful state park that's had some real challenges with the with the dam mm-hmm. lake um, being compromised here quite a few years ago, and it's not being able to be rebuilt. Was it long,
0: long wall mining, I believe, that uh, damaged the reservoir, or am I thinking of a different park?
1: No, that's the park. That's the one, okay. So, you know, this has been a real challenge getting this park uh, revisioned, and, you know, we've been working with DCNR, and there's a task force of local people that have truly laid out the vision for the park. And all of the campgrounds have just been redone, and the cabins have been redone. And today we broke ground on a new swimming pool that's going to be built there. And it's not just going to be a swimming pool. It's going to be a, a play area for kids with different water water attractions, and um, it's going to have a sliding board. And then there's going to be stream restoration and hiking trails in the next phase. So Radisson Park is back back coming back to where it should be, deserves Uh to be, and where we've all envisioned it to be. But this past summer, you know, they still had the old swimming pool when it was open, and I got a call saying, Pam, we're having problems. We can't find lifeguards. Oh. You know, and Ryerson sits right on the border of West Virginia. Mm -hmm. Well, they said, you know, you can't hire... They have to live in Pennsylvania. <laughs> and and the township supervisors called me and said, we have kids that live right over the border whose, whose parents or, grand, or whose grandparents live in Pennsylvania. Yeah. So I got on the phone, called DCNR, and we said, yeah, you know, <laughs> let these kids apply so they have summer work. Well, when I was up there today, I made the announcement after we did the groundbreaking. I said, okay, everybody here, I'm challenging you. Go back and tell any high school student you know. Get their lifeguarding uh, license because yeah. it's a great summer job and we're gonna have this beautiful pool but guess what we can't open it if there's no life, there's no life you know what i was told he said pam the reason that people don't want a lifeguard here is because they can't connect so when they're on break they can't call mom they can't oh uh, really yeah they, they they think that's part of the problem and i was like wow so everywhere you turn <laughs>
0: there it is Let's we have to we pick our second uh, 30 second break time goes very quickly when we come back I want to ask you about um the governor's proposal to invest uh, in broadband infrastructure uh, across Pennsylvania and uh, what challenges then would remain to to making that a reality okay Sure State Representative Pam Snyder represents the 50th House District she's on the line with us from Greene County uh, also represents parts of Fayette and Washington including the Lower Mon Valley area you can read the op-ed that she uh, wrote this month about broadband and internet access by going to her website, pahouse.com forward slash Snyder. You are listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation here in downtown McKeesport. We'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area, And you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email TubeCityTiger at gmail.com. Our guest for a final few minutes is uh, State Representative Pam Snyder. Uh, she represents the 50th House District. We're talking about access to broadband Internet of the state's 67 counties. None of the counties, that includes Allegheny, Erie, Philadelphia, Montgomery, York, uh, does more than 50% of the population have access to broadband Internet. Um, Representative Snyder and others saying that this is hurting the competitiveness of uh, Pennsylvania, especially when you're looking to attract businesses to your district.
1: I think that's a big question. Whenever people want to relocate to a new area, they want to look at: are there job opportunities? What are the recreational opportunities? Do I have access to what I need? And what are your schools like? So you know, we can provide a lot of recreational opportunities. Greene County is probably one of the few counties still that that has a has a very aggressive recreational program. Uh, uh, the county owns several swimming pools across the county. Uh, they own the only roller rink that the county has, which is packed on Friday and Saturday nights in the winter. Sure. Um, they run a day camp cam program for our kids in the summer that is second to none. So we all offer those kind of things. Our school districts are all strong and, and, and provide a, a great quality education. We have Waynesburg University here that you can just stay here to get your higher education. Um, but, you know, the, the thing that we definitely are – are lacking in is the ability to connect instantly as you need to.
0: Um, so the Governor Wolf, I think this summer he unveiled a plan that uh, I think he tagged it, Restore Pennsylvania. It was an infrastructure plan, and so people think infrastructure, they think highways, maybe airports, maybe transit. Um, but it also included, I think, more than $700 million to bring broadband to basically every resident of Pennsylvania who would need it or want it. What are the challenges besides the fact that it's more than $700 million that has to be spent? What are the challenges to doing that?
1: Well, the challenges for Restore PA, you know, even I have a challenge with it because, quite honestly, I, I really applaud the governor for his initiative because I think we do need to develop our infrastructure. You know, we do make, need to make sure that our roads are, are good and our bridges are safe and that we are able to provide broadband and that and that people can have access to public water and public sewage. I mean, that, that's still a challenge in my district. Sure. My own home, I don't have public sewage. Sure. Um, but, you know, where I have to differ with the governor, unfortunately, is, is his plan of how he wants to fund it, and that's on a gas severance tax, and as I said to you earlier, you know the gas industry is providing a lot of jobs and has strengthened the economy in my district, and they pay the impact fee, which has just helped the municipalities and the counties in, in Pennsylvania and in my district particularly immensely. Uh, you know, the price of natural gas is a, is really really low right now, yeah. and a severance tax would be really detrimental to the industry right now. So I cannot support the way the governor wants to fund it, unfortunately. But I think if we were all to work together and get in a room, that we could figure out a way to fund it. So uh, I'm I'm optimistic that as we move forward, hopefully... The infrastructure plan will stay in place, and we'll figure out a different mechanism on how to pay for some of these initiatives.
0: What, one of the things that you point, I, we can talk about the severance tax at another time, because I, I'm sure our, some of our listeners would would support you, and some of them would would say, "Oh, wait a minute, Pennsylvania is the only state that doesn't have a severance tax." But let's 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 leave that issue there. Um, you, you write in your op-ed uh, that there were two attempts by the state legislature to encourage broadband expansion in Pennsylvania in 1993, I think you said, and in 2004. What happened to
1: those? You know what? Uh, I know that um, they did the Chapter 30 regulations back, I forget exactly what year it was, mm-hmm. to equal those to what the federal government wanted. Yeah. And that was a really big step for Pennsylvania, because Pennsylvania was one of the few states that had it. And uh, that was enacted before I was a state rep. But the problem is, As the technology evolves, we're left behind because those speeds aren't sufficient now. So we need to be able to take a look at that, and we need legislation that will keep us current with the federal standards. So, uh, you know, uh, Senator Phillips Hill and I have been working on legislation. I have House Bill 305 that did pass the House this year, and is now sitting in the Senate. I'm hoping when we go back in the fall it will see movement. It it will um, instruct the Department of General Services to do an, uh, an inventory of all the state assets, you know, there are counties yeah. in this Commonwealth that have used county assets to be able to enhance and provide Internet service to their residents. And I think we could do that on a state level, too, if we would if we would be able to to really identify where everything is and how we could utilize
0: it. We, we are almost out of time. If not from a severance tax, where would you predict that the 700 and some million dollars that the governor estimates would be needed to build out broadband in the state? Where uh, would you anticipate I'm, that coming from? I,
1: Yeah, I'm working right now with our Consumer Affairs staff, and they are looking at what other states have done and actually... You know, the timing of your question is perfect because they are supposed to have to me by next week at least three alternative ways to do it that okay. other states have been successful in doing. You know, some could be on a user fee. If you remember back when we instituted the 911 system yep. in this state years ago, you know, everybody who had a landline then paid a few extra cents a month uh, so that we could have a good emergency services system. So, you know, it, there's multiple ways to do it. Other states have done it successfully. So we're taking a look at that right now and hopefully coming up with some ideas that would be that would be palatable.
0: If someone's listening to this, whether they're in your district, in your 50th house district, or they're in um, one of the districts up here where, again, as I mentioned at the top of the program, we had trouble just moving our Internet connection two blocks within the city of McKeesport uh, with it's the fun, carriers. That's it? <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Uh, but what can people do if they hear this and, and they're like, yeah, I've had that problem, who should they reach out to? Who should they call?
1: They, they absolutely – they can they can – Get on my website and email me and contact me, but if someone has a problem with their provider or they think they're paying for something they're not receiving, they should definitely get on the PUC website, and they should um, make sure that they get on that Broadband Bill of Rights and report it to the PUC.
0: But that assumes they have Internet access.
1: That as soon as they have internet access. <laughs> if not, they should
0: call the PUC. Or, or,
1: or, or call
0: your office. Um, they can find the the, uh, the op-ed that you wrote about broadband internet access on your website, pahouse.com forward slash Snyder. I'll bet if they called their local legislators like uh, Summer Lee or um, Bill Courts or Austin Davis and wanted to get in touch with you, I'll bet their local legislator would uh, pass the information along as well, wouldn't they?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And they should call their local legislator and let them know that this is a problem for them.
0: State... Representative Pam Snyder represents Green and parts of Fayette and Washington counties. Uh, we've been talking about broadband Internet access. A lot of pe- people in Pennsylvania can't get it, and uh, it's one place where agriculture and industry may be lagging behind. Thank you, Representative Snyder, for taking some time this morning.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
0: And thank you all for listening today to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. So long for now media incorporated p.o box 94 the pa 15134 you can email us at tubecitytiger@gmail.com at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659 and you can find us on facebook and twitter at tubecityonline